This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Shanul Sharma, thank you for coming back to Joy 94.9. Hello again, everybody. It's lovely to be back here. It's so nice. And um, for anyone that hasn't listened to your was it two previous interviews with us, you are a, an extremely talented uh, Oh, do you tenor. reckon he's talented? Well, oh, I don't know. <laughs> he must be all right. He's getting some pretty amazing shows, David. <laughs> I, I just scream on pitch. That's all. <laughs> he gets regular work, so somebody must like yeah, him, absolutely. you know? Absolutely. So, so give us a, a bit of a background story for those who don't know know about you. Awesome. Where, where are you, uh, you originally from? So originally I'm from India. I was born in India in a town called Jabalpur, which is like right in the middle of India. And that I moved to Australia to study IT, but I joined heavy metal <laughs> bands instead. And then suddenly in 2012, I was like, oh, I think I want to be an opera singer. <laughs> As so, you do. Yeah, exactly. So I moved from Wagga Wagga of all places and came to Melbourne. And since then I've... Uh, yeah, you know, the, the world has been kind to me. I've uh, performed in, you know, reputed theatres around Europe and arenas in Europe and also in, in Australia. So, yeah, look, one step at a time, you know. We're getting did that, hold on. Oh, sorry, guys. Yeah, no, did, did you come to Melbourne to train in opera or it was after you already started doing opera that you came no, to Melbourne? No, I, I actually did. I moved to Melbourne because my teacher at the time, mm. he would be on the phone to me pretty much every day. You're not going to be a tenor if you're going to be in Wagga Wagga. <laughs> you have to come to Melbourne. So he convinced me to move uh, to uh, Melbourne. And I got a job in IT over here. Uh, and But th- that supplemented my training in I the see, beginning. And then, you know, you just put one step forward, you know, in front of the other. And 2014, I got a contract with Opera Australia to go on a tour for three months. After, after auditioning, two, two days later, I had a contract, you know. I, I still pinch myself because I had to learn a new role, yeah. which I'd never ever done. Yeah, and your parents unamplified. And your parents would be happy you had a career to fall back on while you're doing that as well. Yeah, I mean, look, uh, while, while they were alive back then, you see. Uh, so um, yeah, it was it was interesting for them as well because they never no, nobody in India knows what opera is about. I think we are getting int- Indians are getting introduced to it now mm-hmm. more than ever. Uh, but back then, it was just like, yeah, we don't know what it is. Uh, but the f- sheer fact that when you got to Australia, you you formed a heavy metal band uh, and you released a couple of albums and you toured around mm-hmm. and then you totally changed careers as a singer with opera. And look what's happened for you. It's just been, we were saying off air, how extraordinary <laughs> your career has been. Well, Tap on wood, you know, it's uh, it's just one of those things. Um, I think I think I, I feel I made the right call switching. Like I mean, because when the band broke up, I was. <laughs> but who would have thought that you would become this famous as an opera singer? And to, to also the fact that you're the first Indian-born uh, performing with Opera Australia. Yeah, there's a first there alone. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's it's. It's surreal when we think think of it like that, you know. But for me, as I, as I told you earlier, David, you know, we've had uh, for people who have listened, you know, uh, David and I, we did an interview at the Arts Hunter, and it was it was thirty minutes, and we could have talked for another thirty minutes, mm-hmm. and another hour after that. Yeah. But it's one of those things. I mean, I've always enjoyed singing because it's been such an integral part of me, and I felt the music that opera. The way opera was presented to me, because I discovered it myself, for me it was music that was very complete in its own way. It did not need any extra padding to make it 
sound better you know there were no unnecessary guitar solos or you know and because the music had existed for so long it had uh, refined itself mm. as because the composers wrote based on that framework as mm. well um and uh, for me it was an ultimate vocal expression because i mean it is vocal gymnastics in so many ways it is you yeah you have to sing unamplified you have to sometimes mm. do coloratura which is very fast notes all, uh, and you have to be musically absolutely accurate so for me it was like uh, the pinnacle of um, uh, of singing so i gravitated towards it and somehow or the other uh, uh, i'm here there everywhere so it's good. it's good now philip glass what why am i mentioning that name what was the connection there so philip glass you know to be honest if you'd asked me you know a few years ago who philip glass was i would not have had a clue but in uh, may of last year we did uh, Uh, an opera called Satyagraha in concert at the Hamer Hall in Melbourne. We, we were there. Neil and myself were there. Yeah, to a nearly yeah. sold out audience. Yeah. yeah. And the, and there was there was a reason why it wasn't fully sold out, but we won't get into that. Um, yeah. So. Uh, and who was it um, roughly based on the the story? Yeah. So Satyagraha is a is a well word used in Hindi and Sanskrit as well, uh, and it's the story is around the life of Mohandas Karamchand Gandhi when he was in South Africa forming the ideas of what became to be known as satyagraha which was the indian struggle for independence when gandhi moved back to india uh, after spending time in south africa so this was philip glass chronicling for in my mind the time when mk gandhi transformed into mahatma gandhi yeah um, and we grew up in india you know uh, studying about all of that and what he did and wh- what satyagraha was all about from a very in a very subliminal point of view because there is the obvious meaning of satyagraha oh okay you know it's non-violence this civil disobedience but it's it's it goes so much deeper and the fact that philip glass chose gandhi as one of the subjects of the trilogy he wrote a trilogy about three different men yep. that influenced uh, world at large in their time period who are the others do you know aknathan who was a uh, uh, an egyptian pharaoh i think okay and there was einstein as well oh, oh wow yeah wow and the very very famous operas all three of yeah, them yeah uh, and philip class uh, you know like so famous in his own right isn't he yeah. as a composer and yeah. he also is very varied in what he does absolutely it's not just opera you yes. know it's yep. concerti yeah. and you know you name it he's done everything but but you know like all of a sudden here you are you've performed it uh you know like and we were talking to some actors earlier today and you know like ta- taking it beyond the performances would you like to do it somewhere else yeah you know uh, and i th- <laughs> there is a chance that maybe you have well, I I can't, I can't officially say it but uh, uh you know uh, I I can only share with everybody that um You just I, come back from overseas? I've I've come back from Paris. I was there for Oh, uh, excuse me, Paris. No, sorry. Yeah, drop yeah, drop a name. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it was lovely by the way. Oh, thanks. <laughs> it was a bit cold but it was lovely. Um yeah, so no no there might be uh but I'll, I can only share that I'll be in Western Europe from for 5 months this year from june until october right so and that that's going to be a very interesting period and to sing something that is really very deep and meaningful to me right. so i'm i'm wow. really grateful for that you know and you're rehearsing now because you're going to be away for so long but then when you rush back to australia to do what 
I'll be opening, uh, I'll be debuting Estamino in uh, Mozart's The Magic Flute wow. at the Geelong Arts Centre, uh, you know, yeah. because Opera Australia is having to uh, um, present the productions in Geelong while the so, State Theatre is closed yeah, for yeah, renovations. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, and that production is actually running right now in Sydney. And so I was in Sydney for all of January observing the rehearsals so I can then stage it in uh, November. Uh, and I think it'll be about five days before opening when I actually step on the floor Whoa. coming back from <laughs> Europe. So. And yeah, and then you'll be performing in Europe. So therefore, you're like, <laughs> that's very busy. That's a lot well, of... That's okay. You know, look, I mean, from all that happened during COVID, you know, and, yeah. and uh, not to be banging on about this broken record and all that. But, you know, the the industry suffered a lot. Of course it so did. Yeah. We'll take what, you know, as much work as we yeah, can because yeah. everybody has felt that... Um, you know, uh, the, the the loss of expressing something mm. that means so much to them. Yep. You know, people weren't able to sing. And now, like, okay, let's do everything all, mm. of, all at once. All at once. Now, you um, only a couple of months back, and well, was it only a month ago, and you were in here to talk about it, you were performing uh, a free concert in Fed Square in the middle of a heat wave. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you know, like you, you were talking about um, no, you know, like you don't use microphones when you're doing opera. Mm. Uh, but here you are, you're in Fair Square, and you had to you know, sing with um, microphones in a heatwave. How yeah. what, what, how challenging was that day for you? Well, I mean, I think I can speak for all the performers as well as myself that you know, for us, it was like just another theatre. This, the the people managing the sound and, and everything they made us feel like we were you know in any theater anywhere if and bec- and we didn't even have usually when we have amplified performances you have the fallback right so you yeah, can hear yourself yeah. mm-hmm. but because the acoustic of the fed square is such we didn't need that so it really felt like singing into the mic and it was just going out and coming back yeah with that delay that you feel in a theater you know in a oh, okay. big space and and how did the audience react it would have been a little bit down with numbers because of um, it was a very hot it was, day it was quite hot yeah yeah nobody was great you know yeah. they, they were really into it and i got several messages afterwards as well through my through facebook and instagram and all that that they really loved what they saw uh, and bmw were very happy with it and the fact that opera australia could join and and it was really you know a collection of some really uh, interesting and important people to put on this free concert yeah and do you like doing those sort of concerts you know like it's a, another form of what you do yeah. i do i absolutely because i think it is vital for us uh, because opera is you know it is funded by the people yep. in a lot of ways. Yep. So it is Government only right. funded, yeah. Yeah. So it's only right that we give it, give it back to the of people. Of course. And yeah. to introduce them to what a wonderful art form it is. Yeah. Just through the music. Yeah. The drama and the staging is another level, you know. Yeah. The music itself is enough to captivate somebody standing in Fed Square yeah. in the heat mm-hmm. yeah. going, I really like that, you know. Mm. Yeah. Either yeah. they want to give you some money or they want to do it themselves. Yeah, so, absolutely. You know? yeah. I mean, that's how I started mm. out. I heard Pavarotti mm-hmm. on YouTube. I want to be like him. <laughs> yeah. Fantastic. And when do you leave to go overseas? I'll be in the beginning of June. Right. Okay. Oh, so you're a little way off. I'm yet. here. So uh, what are you doing in the meantime? I have I have a few private concerts in uh, March. Then I have to go to Brisbane in April. And then all of May, uh, there is there might be something else in May as well, but I'm trying to keep May relatively free because 
because of the production that we'll be doing, there'll be a bit of preparatory work that I will have to engage in before I actually travel. Right, so, okay. So uh, what, Zoom or something like that? Will you be doing Zoom calls or something? No, no, no. no. It's, it's just to get my headspace into the, into oh, the right. right frame of mind yep. and then to maybe even speak with the director one-on-one uh, -on -one and to see what their concept of this, you know, it's a, it's a very challenging piece. Uh, and uh, so, and how, how they're willing to realize it. Yeah. So, when are you going to be able to tell us, um, you know, like what you're doing? Guys, I want to tell you right now, <laughs> you know, but I think the way the, uh, uh, the system works over there is like they probably won't announce it until April or right. May. Yeah. Uh, because that's when the season announcement happens before their summer break. Yep. yep. So, yeah, I mean, I, but I mean, as soon as. I'm able to tell you, you'll be the first person to know. All right. Okay. Well, you've got to come back and tell us all about it. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Well, thanks for popping in today. And wow, what, what you're achieving just blows me away. Thank I, you, David. I think you're, you're doing a magnificent job. Thank you. Thank you for keeping two eyes on me. Thank you very much. <laughs> Our pleasure. <laughs> a big thank you to Chanel Sharma, um, uh, Indian-born tenor and absolute star. You're listening to uh, Sunday Arts Magazine on Joy 94.9. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.